Uh, they were. They were. Oh man, let's talk through this. What Gucci. are some designers? No. Versace. No. What are some like male-driven designers? Ray-Bans. They weren't. Sunglasses. No. They technically were sunglasses. <laughs> they were not Ray-Bans. Um, sunglass type. No, might have been. Guy Harvey. Don't know what that is. He's the one with all the fish on the shirt. Oh, okay. I didn't know who that Tommy is. Tommy Bahama. No, no. Tommy Bahama is no. both of them. No. Um, Primarily, they do sunglasses. Ray-Bans. No. <laughs> uh, shit. This is really gonna bother me. Target brand. No. They primarily Target primarily sells sunglasses. I bought sunglasses from there when I was in middle school. They're very cool. They were like, okay, so I feel in my mind like that Ray Ban style that you always have, like that became cool in my. Don't make fun of me for saying this. Became cool in my when on the movie Twilight in two thousand eight, Robert Pattinson was wearing them as a vampire. So, so that style became very cool to me. I was like, oh, the only way I can be cool is if I wear sunglasses that look mm-hmm. like Ray-Bans. And so I went to Target and I got some that are like white on the bottom and like black on the top. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> like, no. like like the lines. So and, and they were like, they like follow like the line here and here. So it was like right under your eyebrows. So it looked like I had like, who's that one actor that has like the crazy eyebrows in Shit's Creek? Don't know. You know who I'm talking about? I said that. I've never seen Shit's Creek. So. Yeah, but he's like a famous actor. Okay, what, what else is he? He was also in Best in Show. Don't know what he that play- is. You've never seen Best in Show? I've heard of it. I could not tell you anything about it. Okay. Um, is it about a dog contest? But yes. Oh, well, I got that from the name. Okay, good for you. Um, God, you would know him if you saw him. You really would. I would like actually like you to Google it at some point because anyway, so he, anyway, the point is, I looked like I had these huge eyebrows and then like white sunglasses underneath, and they were just so fucking ugly. I wore them all the goddamn time. And I honestly think that's why I don't wear sunglasses anymore. Also, because you wore regular glasses. Well, no, because I was thinking about getting prescription glasses, and then I like or prescription. Try it one, one more again. One more again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one more again. Uh, prescription sunglasses, and then I never did. But I have like frames that would be cool mm-hmm. if I could get my fucking life together. But like, I never will. Sick burn. <laughs> burn to myself. Fuck, fuck all my haters. <laughs> fuck all my haters. haters I'm my own hater. <laughs> haters, you can't even see me. Can't even look at myself. Mm, no one listens to me. Oh, whoa. I thought we were riffing. No. Are you okay? Yeah. No. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's a red flag to me when you say stuff like that. No, we were riffing. I've been recording for the past three and a half minutes. Ryan, don't put that stuff in about my sunglasses. Hello. Set level. Level two. Press go to begin. Set operator. We need the future music. Keep listening and use it. Start shaking, don't abuse it. Mix Welcome back to Help Us Meet Nick Ellis Cage. I'm Ryan, here with 
Amelia. Hi, my name's Amelia, and I have a basketball game tomorrow. You really love that. <laughs> I'm a point guard. <laughs> I'm starting. Is that the best basketball-related vine? vine? Yeah. I the NBA used to make vines. Yeah, no, they were really good at it too. Yeah, like they would do like that one that went the viral one of what's his name from LeBron James. Yeah, but no, yes, but LeBron <laughs> James. Yes, Brian, stop. Let me tell the story. But go on, we're done. LeBron James. There you go. So it's that one where the guy's like blowing on LeBron James. Mm-hmm. That's from Vine. Yeah, it is. Vine made that ish cool. Lance Stevenson, R.I.P. Did he die? No, he's just on the Lakers now. With LeBron, actually. Oh, I bet they love each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty perfect summary of the movie we're going to talk about today, <laughs> actually. So we can wrap this real quick. That tastes so bad. Mm, what it tastes like? Garlic. Ooh. But did, like old garlic. What did you? You didn't eat anything garlic today? No, I kind of did. What did you eat? Mm, none of your business. Well, MYOB. All right. It's good to know you're not a vampire though. Because <laughs> they don't like garlic. It's Halloween. I just want to be like Robert Pattinson. A vampire. Right, Robert Pattinson. How we feel about that? Well, a lot of people say you're not the first one to come up with it. Don't act like you like did something there. People call him Robbie Pats. Oh, you call him Robbie Pats? Yeah. I think they call him Robert Pats. No, no, no. People call him like. I call him. They Ro- call him they, they him and Taylor Lautner. They called him something. It was like R R Pats. That's what that's what people called Robert Pattinson back in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they did. Don't like that. Absolutely, they did. Please. Robbie Pats is way better, and that's what I made up just now. R Pats. No, Robbie Pats. R-Pats. Robbie Pats. Well. What was Lautner's? T- it can be T. Lots. They just had, I think they probably just called him Taylor. You just said Taylor Lautner had one, though. I, it was like when they were both like really big. Like when they were both like everywhere at Hot Topic. Okay, so Did wh- you, what was it? Oh, you, you never... I didn't see... I think it was like just Taylor. I Honestly, I can't remember. That's really annoying. <laughs> they give Robert R. Pats and then Taylor Lautner is just Taylor? I honestly don't know. I know for sure it was R. Pats. I think Taylor Lautner's was like... Why wouldn't it be R. Pats and T. Lots? Because that doesn't sound right. None of this sounds good. Arpats is... Well, that was his name. I, I don't know. I can't help. Arpats, Taylor Lautner, Kristen Stewart? Case Do. Yes, they did call her that, I think. I think it was a thing. I think it, it was, was a first... thing. I don't think it was T-Lots, so That what? doesn't sound what? right. It really doesn't sound right. I feel like he was excluded from that narrative. Yeah, maybe they just called him, like, shitty. What? That's such a hot take. Is I, it? Yeah, I stalked his Instagram a few days ago and I like fell back in love with him. I had a new moon like t-shirt on. Mm. Wait, what? I just had one. I didn't have one on right now. It sounded like I have one on right now. No, no, no. When you were I, scrolling I lost, through his Instagram. No, I lost track as I was saying that sentence. I just did it again. Did you see it in my eyes? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, as I, as I was scrolling through his Instagram, I, put back my Hot Topic t-shirt that I got in 2009 when the movie New Moon came out, and I wore it for 40 days under my clothes. In 2009? No, now. Oh. Yeah. It was a medium back then. I could rock it now. Huh. It's like I did then. I guess, I guess you could say it. It was brown. It was brown and like ironed on like New Moon with like a shirtless Taylor Lautner like right in the Am I saying that right? Is it Lautner? I think it's Lautner. Lautner? Mm-hmm. I don't even fucking know who's hot. Who cares? I guess uh, you could say that t-shirt really 
made an imprint on you. That's... And you've never even seen the fucking movie. No, but that is the word. That is the word, though. You like you're a fan. You're not a fan like I am. I'm a bigger fan of Casey than you. I in fan fiction. That's right. I'm talking Twilight fan fiction. Tolkien, Arpats, T-Lots, Bonin. Yeah, big time. Who's on top in that scenario? You gotta go Age of Our Beauty, right? Do you? I don't know. I feel like Taylor Lautner. Lautner. I feel like he has the bigger dick. Interesting. Actually, you know what? I get that. He is. Yeah. I get that vibe. Yeah. But I feel like he's definitely uncut. You know what I'm saying? I do now. <laughs> I, it took me a second. I'm with you now. Yeah. Uh, do, how do you think Arpats felt about that? What, when they were fucking? Yeah. Mm, okay. Were you, like, disgusted? You don't think he, he cares about that, that extra? What would he do? Be like, ooh, your pee-pee? Yeah. That would be savage. <laughs> would be. That'd be pretty brutal, honestly. Mm-hmm. Would he deserve it? Have to say. Can we talk about the movie now? How long have we been talking about this? Uh, <laughs> not quite ten minutes. God damn it, Uh, just like that fucking movie. Yeah. Oh well. Yes, the fucking movie that we will get to. But we first should say, you haven't heard a guest yet on this episode because there is no goddamn guest. We don't need a goddamn guest to do this podcast. The point is, we don't have any friends. You know, I was just. Can we, yeah, talk, no, can we talk in private for a second? Yeah. Trying to do a thing mm-hmm. and make us seem really cool mm-hmm. and like kind of pump us up and mm-hmm. like give us confidence because no, no, you're doing well, I just you know we I think like we both kind of feel like the podcast kind of sucks yeah. and uh, I was trying to you know give us a little boost there sure. and we just kind of ruined it. So if you could just not ever do that again, oh. I will cut you. Oh, if you do. Oh, are we clear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, let's no, continue. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. Uh, so we watched. Next. Mentalists, magicians, illusionists. You'd be shocked to know that sometimes, not often, but sometimes, it's the real deal. Masquerading as an act. Hiding behind a few $50 tricks. Hiding in plain sight. Because if the magician doesn't do that, the alternative is impossible for others to live with. Which... 2007. Is a 2007 film mm-hmm. starring our sweet boy Nick mm-hmm. and uh, Jessica Biel and Julianne Moore. And Amelia, if you had to describe this film in a sentence or two, how would you go about doing that? Like, descriptors or plot descriptors? Well, just like, how does this movie make you feel? Um, made me feel like I sat down on a toilet and instead of shit, a hurricane came out. So it's really good. Really good. (laughs) Really, really good. I would say, I agree that you definitely, it makes you feel on the toilet, for sure. And it tore my butthole. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I would say it definitely makes you feel like you're on the toilet, but... It's like where you are kind of sitting there too long, your legs go numb, and then maybe you fall asleep a little bit. Your legs go dumb. <laughs> your legs go dumb and numb. Your legs go dumb and numb. <laughs> Bars! Bars! Yeah. This Good is job, a musical Ryan. podcast now. Good job. Uh, this movie fucking sucks. Oh, it's... yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Bottom line. Should we? God, I don't even want to relive. Oh, by the way, I've seen this movie twice now. So... Explain why. 
Well, the first time, first time uh, I watched it because you're a big dumb. Yes, but also it was recommended to me by it someone. It wasn't in, recommended. To it you. was recommended to a general audience by someone I respect in the podcasting world slash sports world. Um, then that person really let me down, so I'm not even going to use their name. Uh, well, how I fell into our lap. Yeah, go ahead. You you know is, the story. I was at a book club. Ryan wasn't invited. Um, because I have a penis. Well, also because he sucks. But we taught him it's because he has a penis. Um, and I was, they asked me about this podcast because my traitorous roommates brought it up. And Did they really? <laughs> yes. Nikki was like, oh, Millie does a podcast with Ryan now. And I was like, fuck you, Nikki. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this right now. Fuck you, Nikki. She's not. So she told this girl whose house we were at. Oh, by the way, the girl didn't know how to order pizza. I, I don't... She literally said that. She said, I don't know how to order pizza. I just... That could be a whole other podcast on its own. I still... You told me this last night when yeah. we were watching this. So and I... What the girl ended up doing is she ordered three pizzas for us from Pizza Hut. And they were fine. I mean, whatever. But it's Pizza Hut. But she had to call her mom. And her mom had to tell her what pizzas to order. And then ended up just doing it for her. She didn't know how to fucking Google Pizza Hut's number and call them. No. And this girl's like 28, 27? She's yeah, us, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I just, I don't. First of all, the audacity <laughs> to have never ordered pizza in your life. In your life. In your l- in life? Your whole li- in your whole life. For I feel sad for you. Bad. Throw that one in Bad and sad. Mad. Yes. Glad? Glad that I'm not really friends with you. Glad that we're not friends with her anymore after this fucking movie. Guess who's never getting your D back or DVD? Fuck. D- no, say Should it. I try it again? Yeah. Guess who's never getting their DVD back? Are you gonna edit that or are you gonna keep it in? No, oh, we'll see. See how lazy I feel. I feel like it's gonna be pretty lazy. It probably definitely is for this fucking film. Okay, so so then the girl after she tells me that, and I have to listen to her say that, she then goes on to say that she immediately she loves Nicolas Cage I'm like oh well girl I also love Nicolas Cage is what I said and then she said my favorite movie is Next I said I've never heard of Next um and little did I know my life was about to change forever um she was like well hold on a sec let me run into the spare bedroom and get my DVD first of all the only reason you should have DVDs in this age now is, like Ryan often says, in case the internet goes down. That's right. And you need it. You need Baby Driver on DVD. I God knows why. I don't regret the purchase. Go okay. On. Well, anyway, I, I, I don't want a single DVD that I carry with me, um, but she has hers um, just on hand, her next DVD. She says her favorite part of the movie, which is towards the end, is that this is a spoiler, and it'll make sense once we explain. We attempt to explain. I feel like it will make sense in the context of the plot. The plot. I'm doing air quotes right now. The plot. Um, but she says her favorite part is when he talks about the future, and he says every time you look at the future, it changes. I don't know why that's her favorite part. She said it's something that relates to real life. Does it really make sense to me? Mm-mm. But at the time, I was willing to trust her, even though she had just said this shit about pizza. My my naive heart was open to her 
And she ruined me. She ruined me. I'll never trust again. I'll never take a movie recommendation again. I don't see how you could. Well, yeah. It's just unfathomable what this person did to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I texted Ryan and I said, oh, blank, blank, (laughs) gave me her copy of the DVD next. And Ryan said, that is a movie. (laughs) Which was... Maybe too kind. That is too <laughs> kind. That is way too kind. Anyway, so my parents moved down this weekend, so I spent the whole day with them. And then Ryan was like, come over. And this was Sunday night, and then we're recording this on a Monday. And Ryan was like, come over, and then we'll we'll do it um, after the Redskins Cowboys game. Don't want to talk about that either, Ryan. Um, and then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you over your blank racism. <laughs> your racism is too loud. I didn't say anything. Okay, yeah. Are you done? One one more? No. (laughs) Oh, it looks like it's painful for you. My voice kind of cracks a little bit. Yeah. And so then I come over afterwards, and it's already like at this point, like 8 o'clock at night. And then we sit down and watch this movie, and it is the worst thing I've ever seen. The worst! Listener. This movie was so bad, we had this... Listener. Our different <laughs> listener? Yeah, that's right. Our singular listener. This movie was so putrid, we couldn't record afterwards. I had to leave. I had to go home. Yeah, she went home. I said, bye. I have to go. She barely got the word bye out of her mouth before she... It said, Brian, I'm leaving bye. Yeah. And I was, but I was already stepping outside. So we had to do take two today on a Monday. Um, but... May I say, thank God we actually watched this on DVD because the special features. Mwah. You can't see. I did a little Italian chef kiss right there. And he did it right for once. Yeah, for once. For once in a goddamn. We'll get into that in a little bit. Should I guess we should try and explain what this movie is about, right? <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, it's this. It's Nicolas Cage. Yep. Um, he lives in Las Vegas. He can see into the future. But only two minutes ahead. Only two minutes ahead, which gets very convoluted towards the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is, coincidentally, the end of the movie. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Big old spoiler <laughs> alert. So he can see two minutes in the future, but only if it affects him. Right. Except when it comes to Jessica Biel, who is 15 years his his, wait, what's it called when you're younger than someone? I was like, uh, Junior. Junior. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's really right. Yeah. That hurt my heart when you said that. <laughs> you don't feel like so dumb and someone corrects you. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm like way stupid. <laughs> that was one of those moments. So she's like 15 years younger than him. That's what I should have said. Mm-hmm. And um, he loves her on site. Yes. Um, and he can see months into her future? Sure. Why? Or days. Or days, whatever. Certainly at least more than two minutes. More than two minutes, for sure. No doubt. Why? Unclear. Never explained. Never explained, for sure. Uh, so that's kind of what's going on with Nick Cage in this movie. The other part is, well, okay, he's a magician. Mm-hmm. Well, he... No, he's a magician. Yeah. Named Frank Cadillac. But his real name 
is Chris Johnson, yeah. which is <laughs> the lamest name I've ever heard. Chris with no H, just Wait, C- really? C-R-I-S, right? yes. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh, in the end credits, it scrolls upwards yeah. instead of downwards. Yeah. Uh, I thought you didn't catch that. They tried to be so Andy. goddamn pretentious. <laughs> Uh, so Nick Cage is a magician that was his call you find out in the special features that he's the one who wanted to make his character a magician yeah Um, and he is recruited by Julianne Moore Julianne Moore who plays some sort of special agent I don't know if they ever say is it FBI okay so she's with the FBI and she I'm with the goddamn FBI does she say that I think, no, the guy says... Uh, he says something. I yeah, wrote it down. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Julian recruits Nick Cage, who is like a kind of a felon. Like, he breaks a lot of rules in this movie, but... Yeah, immediately... Um, well, uh, we'll, we'll go into it. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... She knows he has these powers, and... For she, some reason. Yeah, she just knows. She just fucking knows. She shows up at some... It's called the Backstage or Backdoor, this, like, shitty little club that he performs at to three people, Mm -hmm. including, as we later found out in the special features, his wife? Yeah, now ex-wife. Now ex-wife, well, (laughs) R.I.P. Because she died, obviously, because Nicolas Cage would never get a divorce. That's correct. Yeah. Um, So she recruits Nick Cage to stop a nuclear bomb, ostensibly. That is not how they spend most of the movie, <laughs> but that is kind of what she it's starts the out. Loose, 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 <laughs> loosest definition of the word "fly." Yeah. Uh, so after that happens, uh, Nick Cage is reluctant at first, but then he finally meets Jessica Biel after whose character's name's Liz. Uh, after is like, it really? yeah, I forgot that. Um, after like waiting for her in the same diner for like days and days, waiting for her to come. Yeah. 908 every day. He would 908 a.m. and p.m. He would wait both because oh, really? he didn't know which one it was going to be. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was always a.m. So he would wait 908 a.m. or p.m. Always drinking a martini. Mm-hmm. Okay, at 908 a.m. <laughs> That's correct. This man is drinking seemed to be a dry martini at, at a breakfast diner. Yes, for sure. It's kind of like a mom and pop type place. Um, Which decorate the Las Vegas Strip, as we all know. Yes, absolutely. The classic mom and pop diner. Uh, And do we want to... I mean, this at this point, it becomes a whole thing of the FBI is trying to track him down. The bad guys of the bomb are trying to track him down because they know the FBI is interested in him. Also, he's porking Jessica Biel. (laughs) And... (laughs) What? That's true. They have sex in this movie. Um, I think the first thing we should talk about is... Tell me if you disagree. The scene where he's trying to talk to her for the first time. No. We should talk about the casino. First which, which casino thing? The casino thing where he has to run from the... Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty much the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So he can see into the future as a big plot point. It's how he makes his money. But you would think that he was making his money doing the magician thing, but he's not. He's going to casinos. I guess the magician thing is just something he does for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to casinos, and he is taking what he needs. Yeah. Because he's a good guy. Because he's a good guy. Remember? He's 
always a good Nick guy. Nick Cage, always a good guy. Always a good guy. Um, and he can hear the security guards talking about him over the tape. Not sure what happened there. They tried to yeah. explain it several times. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool if he had, like, super hearing or mm-hmm. something. And this is the thing. They say what Nick Cage's powers are, and they seem very simple, but none of his actions make sense Mm-mm. if that's all his powers are. I feel like Nicholas Cage might have read this no, script. No, I don't think so. They said that he likes to improvise. I think that they meant he likes to make up movies as he goes. Well, apparently so does everyone making this movie. Oh, yeah, they were like, yeah, let's follow his lead. Mm-hmm. Because there are... I mean, and this is one of them... He just seems like Superman almost. Like nothing. Well, okay, we're really jumping ahead because. Sorry, I shouldn't talk about his super strength yet. You're correct. <laughs> so he has to. Okay, so in this opening scene, if they honestly had followed this casino scene, it, mm. the movie would have been fine. It would have been like, mm. now you see me kind of yes. thing, you know? Yeah. But. At the end of it, somehow, because he's the whole time, it's like he. It, the point is that he knows what they're about to do before they do it. He's one step ahead of them. The yeah, so way. he always knows how to avoid them. It's very kind of cool, almost, except that he walks and acts super weird, like he's never <laughs> been a human before. That's correct. Um, and then he immediately Grand Theft Auto's a car, gets mm-hmm. right in, steals it. Okay, That's no a problem. Felony. Yeah, big old red flag, felony, right away. Mm-hmm. Not a good boy. So he's um, all of a sudden now in a police chase. When did the police get there? It don't matter. It don't matter. Just don't follow. Matter. Keep up. So then he's going. He almost gets his bike trains. All right. He goes. He goes. He gets, parks in a garage with an old man. Who's this guy? Never don't know. Explain. Don't know. Never explained. Nope. I thought it was his dad at first. So did I, but I don't think it is. It's not. Yeah. It's totally not. I think it's just some guy. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> and the old guy talks like he's from New Jersey, but he lives in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's and yeah, something. It's uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't look this up because I don't care about this podcast. But I'm pretty sure it's the same guy who reads the book in Princess Bride to the to the young boy. Oh, is it really? I'm pretty sure it is. Grandpa. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> He's very bad. In oh no, Grandpa! Oh my God, that's so distressing. <laughs> oh my God! I need like five more seconds to get out. Hold that really rocked your world, didn't it? <laughs> grandpa! <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Grandpa. Fred Savage's Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Look how I can't. God, no one from that movie made it out alive, except for Robin Wright. What's Carrie Elwes doing these days? Nothing? Creepy, I think. Is he a creep? Kind of. Really? Yeah. It's like he was trying to be like a Robert Redford kind of like aging gracefully thing until you're like suddenly like really old. Mm. But he just like didn't ever do it because he didn't have like a good face. No offense. Not to Carrie Elwes if he's ever listening to this. Okay. I'm sure he is. Listener. He's the one. Listener yeah. Carrie. Mm-hmm. Do they even call him Carrie? I think they call him. I think Carrie's a weird name. Yeah, for anyone. Anyone. Carrie what? Who 
Anyway, so, so Julian Moore is like trying to capture him, like relentlessly trying to capture him. Even though, bitch, you know he can see two minutes in the future. They will never be able to catch him. Also, by the way, they have this whole scene in the garage. He like confronts him. They have this whole scene in the garage, and she like. Wait, wait, they talk it out, and they, they capture him, and then he's like, oh, it's just a vision, he was seeing two minutes ahead. Um, but it takes way more than two yes. minutes. Yes, extremely <laughs> way five more. five minutes of the yes, movie. Yes, for sure. I'm editing some stuff down, presumably. Yeah. I don't know how movie time works, but... I think they just think audiences are big dum-dums and aren't going to notice that stuff, but... <laughs> I definitely, for sure. It, it was... did feel kind of like we were big idiots. They thought we were just the stupidest fucking idiots they could sell anything to. No, for sure they did. Because, again, this movie makes zero sense. <laughs> I, had to re- I had to read something. I know, I'm just looking at my notes and I'm like, crap. Well, I just like... My, it just really explains my mental state at the time. Like, like what note are you talking about? Dad is so funny. Is he the dad? <laughs> Is that about the old man? Yes. You thought he was so funny? I don't know. The dad is so funny. Question mark, question mark. Is he the dad? No question marks. Um, I don't even remember where I was in the script. Uh, or the pl- oh, fuck. After that, after that, he goes to the diner. Um, yeah. To try again to meet. Oh, after he runs out. Yeah, yeah. Before- She's like, oh, I just missed it by seconds, did I? Because you obviously are, like, every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you don't get that. I don't know, I don't know. Um, he goes to diner and meets her, and she's, like, no offense, a raging bitch. <laughs> she is. Well, okay, so he, because, again, he can see the, this is one thing that's not clear, and this is uh, the thing the movie hinges on that I think it misses the most. It's unclear whether he voluntarily sees the future or it just happens to him and he can't control it. Yeah. yeah. And that's a major yeah. distinction that they I never that address. Too. I wondered that too. Um, because the reason I bring that up is when Jessica Biel walks into the diner, he tries out 15 different pickup lines on her. And those are just the ones that kept in the movie. Well, we'll talk about the one that didn't get in in a second. <laughs> but um, it's... In he's like he's trying to figure out the best way to manipulate. Yes. Yeah. And he actually Nick Cage talks about this in the special features. He he's so close to being woke, but <laughs> but he's not quite there. Oh like God. he says, like I didn't want it to feel like we were like manipulating her, so he tried to be. What was his reason for like officially like okaying it? I don't even remember. I don't remember either. I think it's just like close enough. What's <laughs> kind of well? I, it's just like these outrageous pickup lines. Like one of the pickup lines, I I, can't, I couldn't even call them pickup lines. Like in his mind, one of the ways he came he comes over to her, he goes, "I have a question to ask you." The beans they use for the coffee, and she says, "Shouldn't that be something you ask your waitress?" <laughs> he didn't technically he ask didn't her anything. Ask anything. <laughs> All he said was the beans they use for the coffee. Yeah. And then stops talking. And then stop talking. And then she immediately <laughs> says, shouldn't that be something you ask your waitress? And one of the pickups, he just goes to stand up and she says, don't. Yeah. Uh, it's truly. Anyway, so it seems like she 
walked in here after just breaking up with somebody because he stalks her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote. I wrote that his ex-boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend is uh, Publix brand Dan Cook, is what I wrote. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I can see that. Like a, yeah. In terms of looks. Yeah. It, it's like a Warner Brothers, like, pretty boy. They grab one out of the lineup and they're like, do you want to be in a Nicolas Cage movie mm-hmm. for today? And he was like, yeah, how long do I have to be there? And they were like, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And he's he was like, like okay, yeah. <laughs> sure. So he walks in and he's like immediately shitting her and he's like, da 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 And I love you, bitch. I ain't never going to stop loving you bitch and then she's like get away from me obviously and then nicholas cage is like fight so he goes over and fights turns out that's all a vision yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say this right now 70 percent of this movie is a vision 70 percent of this movie doesn't happen for sure this movie does not happen and that's not an exaggeration nope i'm being 100 percent real yep i mean i'm not doing this to be funny i'm i'm just telling you facts 70 percent of this movie if, if there was a pie chart 70 mm-hmm. percent good chunk of it yep it's a vision. Fake, not real. Yep. In terms of plot, that 20% actually... 20% yeah. is Nicolas Cage wilding out. <laughs> the last 20 minutes. They kind yeah. of honestly overlap. I yeah. should change to a Venn diagram. For sure. But, and I say this again with all seriousness, in terms of things that actually truly do happen in this movie's canon, we're almost at the end of the movie. Because I don't... We'll get there. We'll get to the end. But we're like... We're, we're about halfway through in terms of actually stuff that actually happens in this yeah. movie. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So his tactics work. Uh, he eventually, he takes a punch from this guy and... She feels bad for him. She feels which bad. Which is manipulation. Yep. Just straight up. For sure. Manipulated her. doesn't matter how they were trying to make it come off. That's mm-hmm. how it came off. Like you felt grossed out like watching it. Yeah, for sure. You were like... Because he says incoming makes a very weird face. Mm-hmm. And then gets punched. Yep. Falls to the ground. She goes, oh my god. Let me help you. And then she holds exactly one finger to his face while she holds a napkin. And it was very strange. It was sensual. Yeah. It's time for a meal. Did it? No. What did you think of Jessica Biel in this movie? I know this is kind of a side hot. point. She was hot. She looked good. She looks good. Yeah. Acting? She's gotten so much better. She's acting. gotten it's way fine. better. You have to see this in her. I will. And I believe that she's good in that. She's garbage in this movie. <laughs> it's so nice that she's pretty. Yes. I think honestly, I can't. I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember when Seventh and Heaven ended. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm sure she was doing stuff after that. I'm not saying that she took like a four-year hiatus. One more again. There you go. Hiatus <laughs> from um, acting after Seventh Heaven, but like, did she? She maybe should have if she didn't. Should've. She's really gotten a lot better. Yeah. Justin Timberlake's doing her well. Uh, so they meet, and for some reason he says he has to get to, I think it's Flagstaff, Arizona? Is that what he says? Yeah. I wrote that down too. I was like, why the fuck is he going to Flagstaff? Not sure. Or maybe he was just seeing into the future and seeing... Maybe because she is involved that he can see farther ahead and knows where he has to be. I don't know. Oh, you know what it probably was? He was probably just seeing where she was going and was like, wherever she's going. I don't know. It's so much is left to your imagination. But but it doesn't make sense because you didn't write the fucking movie. Right. It's not ambiguous in a fun way. It's ambiguous in a this is bad way. (laughs) If I had seen this movie in theaters, I would have gotten nothing washed out. At what point? 
think in that scene where they're driving and he says, I like rain. <laughs> oh, the one where she's sleeping on him and then wakes up and goes, did I drool? Yes. That one? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's, again, coming up pretty yeah. soon. Um, but first, they go to an Indian reservation, or Native American reservation, excuse me. Yes, thank um, you. Big old Republican dumb head. I'm not a Republican. Uh... But you are a head. Yeah, I didn't yeah, refute that yeah, part. For sure. No, they go to a reservation, and it is, for one scene, I believe the only scene is to give, or the, the only purpose for the scene is to give Jessica Biel's character some sort of backstory or, like, reason for Nick Cage liking her. You know what her. it was? It was literally the biggest white saver complex I've yes. ever seen. It was Jessica Biel looking like a beautiful little sun goddess. Surrounded by, like, a bunch of little brown children who spoke stunted English for some reason, even mm-hmm. though Native Americans can speak English. Yeah. They live in America for longer than we have. There's no reason why they wouldn't speak English. Mm-hmm. One of the kids' name was just Jake. Why would <laughs> Jake not be able to speak English? Don't know. Anyway, so they... One of the girls is like... <laughs> so they're sitting at the water's edge... They're all facing the same direction. None of them are looking at each other mm. because... Movie. Movie. And the girl goes... <laughs> the girl goes... What did she say? She's like, I does that man that's with you like you? And she goes, no, we're just friends. They only met 30 minutes ago. Literally, <laughs> like an hour. Yeah. And they're, by the way, they're in the Grand Canyon now. Yes, for sure. They're yeah. deep into the Grand deep Canyon. Deep in the Grand Canyon. And... um. They, he's, she's like, no, we're just friends. And he's like, I don't, she's like, I don't, the little girl's like, I don't think he's friends with you. And she just really goes, oh, why? And then he, the little girl says, because he looks at you the way that my brother, my brother looks at his girlfriend. And then, cut to Nick, no, cut to Nick, this is making me so distressed. <laughs> I can't even speak. Cut to Nick Cage, and he is giving her the scariest look a human being could give someone. It's the look you give to someone right before you're about to murder them. I don't speak from experience here, but I think you're right. Yeah. I would also say and it's... cold blood. It's preventative. Yeah, for sure. But also by someone who's very stupid. It's kind of uh, Lenny in uh, Of Mice and Men-ish. Yeah. An obsessive love. Mm-hmm. And not sexy at all. No. He was not sexy. Not one second of this. Mm-mm. He was good looking in Red, Lo- Red Rock Rat. Are you okay? <laughs> Please cut this out. No, for sure. Um, Red Rock West. There you go. That is hard to say. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Do you think they say it like that? Because it sounds kind of like wah, wah, wah. Oh, maybe. You think? No. Okay. Uh, I, have, I have two things to say. One, I wrote down, uh, his hair looks like it was killed two hours ago. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down right <laughs> in the beginning. I was like, hair is bad. Yeah. I didn't give a cute little thing because there was really nothing else to say about it. It's like this weird mullet uh, receding thing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the worst hair you could think of and that's what it looked like. Like a wig at Party City. But like one that like a child had messed up. Yeah. One that the child had like kind of crinkled yeah. somewhere in the bag. Yes. And you didn't brush it out. Maybe did. Maybe straightened it. I think maybe tried to straighten it but it like didn't mm-hmm. work. Didn't work. Mm-mm. Um... Also, I wrote, uh, why does he take his shirt off in every movie? 
There was no reason for him to not have a shirt in this movie. What part do they take the shirt off? When they're when they're uh, banging in the bed. You think that that wasn't a good reason to take a shirt off? But also he takes it when I wrote yeah, it. Yeah, he did it earlier. Went in the garage with the old man. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No reason Gratuitous. for that. Gratuitous. Gratuitous shirt taking off. And it's not like, again, he doesn't look good in this movie. No, he looks super skinny. He's sweaty. His hair is bad. He has dead eyes. I wrote those all down. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, he looks yeah. hideous. And he looks... I Look, I don't want to say that anyone is on any kind of substance. Nicolas Cage looked like he was on heroin in this movie. A little Black bit. Black tar. A little bit. Why, why Jessica Biel's character would fall in love with him? She looks don't know. very hot. Yes. She helps brown children. She's a good lady. He is a heroin addict, possibly. <laughs> well, he's a magician, so... And a magician. Yeah. Also, maybe he was wearing eyeliner? Hard to say. I, I don't know. I was curious. Uh, okay, so they stop by uh, Jake's birthday party at the... Native American reservation. And then they leave. Yeah. They try to go somewhere, but the road's blocked. So they stop at like a, a bed and breakfast motel type of place. Nicholas Cage sleeps in the car. Yeah, he sleeps the in the car. Morning, and then they sleep together. Okay, they do sleep together. I'm but sleeping a lot because I can't even think about it anymore. Can I? I have to say this one thing. Okay. When, before he goes to sleep in the car. Yeah. They're talking in the cabin or whatever. They're making small talk. And he goes, did you hear the one about the Zen master who ordered a hot dog? Oh my god, I knew you were going to fucking write Okay, that. there's a reason, there's a reason. He goes, did you hear the one about the Zen master who ordered a hot dog? He said she'd have one with everything. Or, he said he'd have one with everything. Well, good night. Because she makes no reaction whatsoever. She deadpans him so hard. And then he just leaves. Well, what would you expect her to say after that? Uh, Why did he say it? Can I give you something? This is a little peek into IMDb trivia. Okay. Oh usually, usually we save this for later. The reason she gives him that look is because he said the joke wrong. The actual punchline should be, make me one with everything. Because the Zen master feels like he's like one with the universe and whatever. Why would they leave in the joke if he said it wrong? I don't know. But that's why... It doesn't make any sense. Why is the joke in that spot? I think he improvised it and said it wrong. And then Jessica Beals, you know, correctly gives a face like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Nicolas Cage? And then he just continues and is unfazed. Oh, my god! Oh, by the way, I forgot the boyfriend's name in the diner. That boyfriend's name. His name is Kendall. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, and I'm her future. He yes. And then she says, what are you, a leprechaun? Because he <laughs> says that her luck is going to change. Yeah. Which is a, just the weirdest <laughs> reaction I've heard. To, so that's a very common saying. Like, I think your luck is going to change. Yeah. What are you, a leprechaun? And they both thought that was hilarious. Yeah. You're not psycho, are you? Oh, she says that before they get in the car. She said it probably about five times. Yeah. Also, can we talk about this perfect line? Uh, before they have sex, they're about to kiss. And then they're getting closer, and they're getting closer, and then Nick Cage says, "That was incredible." <laughs> and then she <laughs> says, "What was?" <laughs> and then he goes, "This." this. <laughs> Bitch. 
the script. Yeah. And that would be like a great podcast. For sure. It's so bad. Here's a note that I have. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? That's correct. I don't even know what part that's referencing. Doesn't matter. Um, might be ignorance, but where would it rain from the Grand Canyon to Flagstaff, Arizona? That's right. Any- yeah, I like rain. <laughs> I like rain too. Really good small talk. Um, and then okay, so they're having sex. They're doing it. That's them doing it. Yep. They cut to the FBI. The motherfucking FBI mm-hmm. is on the case. Because, by the way, a bomb was stolen. Yeah. A nuclear bomb was stolen. Remember when, 30 minutes ago, we said that there's a nuclear bomb in this movie? A nuclear bomb was stolen. And I bet you forgot all about it. Because guess what? We did, too. Yep. And apparently... So did the FBI. (laughs) So, they're trying to be like, okay, well, we have to find it. And one of the guys... So, Julia Moore is there, and she's fighting to use the resource of Nicolas Cage, which is not a resource in her possession, because... Mm -hmm. Can see two minutes in the future and he don't give a shit. So he'd be like fighting them and shit, and uh, she'd be like, "We want you, okay?" That's the plot, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so she's like going up to this director, maybe of the FBI, mm-hmm. and he says, "Anyone know what my agency, comma, the FBI, <laughs> is doing with all of this?" <laughs> Just extremely good exposition right there. I, I, I think I said this out loud. They are not allowed to do that. <laughs> that shouldn't be allowed. That kind of writing, like, exposition should not be literal exposition. Right? Am I crazy? No, I agree. That, like, stood out to me as exposition. You know what else stood out to me was the sound editing. I think I said this to you earlier, mm-hmm. but, which is inauthentic, I'm sorry. But... I've never noticed sound editing before. Like, when they do the award at the Oscars, I'm like, shit, that sounds the same as, like, fucking the soundtrack. Mm. I noticed it in this movie. It's bad. It's bad, for sure. There's, like, a point where the music just cuts off. Mm-hmm. And then there's nothing. <laughs> yep. For, like, five seconds. And you're like, why is there no sound right now? Because the sound editor did a bad job. Love it. <laughs> That's two episodes in a row. <laughs> I'm sorry I'd be popular. Uh, my phone's going off. You can't hear it. It's silent. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're over 40 minutes into this podcast, and we, I think we just need to explain what happens at the end. Um, yeah, so she gets captured. She gets, uh, well, okay, so before that. Oh, there's also, Jesus Christ, there's also a subplot of a separate villain um, there's like Russians involved in this. Yeah, the the bomb people, the people with the, the nukes. Yeah, they um, the nukes. But well, okay, just know that his powers well, don't make any sense. Steal the nuke? I, they have a nuke. I don't know if they stole it. Yeah. And they're gonna use it. Just I could get into this whole thing. The thing about the FBI trying to convince Jessica Biel to drug Nick Cage is a thing that happens, but it's pe- this is the morning after they've slept together. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I want to go into this. Just know that it doesn't make any sense with his powers. He would be able to see her drugging him. Yeah. They, they try and explain it like he wouldn't be able to see it, but, but he definitely he would. would, for yeah. sure. I, I had to make Ryan pause it and try to explain it to me. Yeah. Cause the, the, I don't understand how you didn't just spoil it for me, because I would have been like, it doesn't make sense. Literally, well, it doesn't make sense, also doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, we'll get there. So 
it does just know that it doesn't work out it makes no sense she doesn't drug him she gets like a bad conscience or whatever and she actually says like hey the fbi uh tried to get me to drug you and they're outside and there's like snipers and stuff so then the new plan because they're in love mm-hmm. obviously oh, yeah. oh they, they fall in love after they had sex which is mm-hmm. you know normal I guess. yeah again they've known each other for maybe half a day half a day i would say i would say eight hours yeah um uh, so the new plan is Nick Cage is going to walk outside where the snipers are and jump off a cliff and then... But the way he jumps off is similar to the way Lady Gaga jumps off of that really tall platform in the Super Bowl where mm-hmm. you can see that she has a harness on because she her arms and legs sticks out and they just stay there. They just stay there mm-hmm. as she falls. That's correct. That's not how you fall. Mm-mm. You fall like a little rag baby. Yep. Uh, so he jumps. He's fine, completely yeah. fine. Uh, Jessica. Oh, by the way, he has super strength. He does have super strength. When he punches people, they fly thirty feet in the 30 air. Feet, yeah. Um. So as as Nick Cage is jumping off this cliff, Jessica Biel takes her jeep, uh, rams it into a water tower, which then falls down the cliff, causing a rock slide. Um, and, and all the decorations that were on the top of the cliff come down yes. with them, including an old train. Yes. A, co- you think, oh, like a little toy train. No, 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 no. no. Full size. An entire train. <laughs> um, and he dodges all of them because, again, he knows exactly what's going to happen to him at all times. And he dodges them, they described in the special features as, um, like he's a ballet dancer or like, just yeah. like choreographed beautiful dancing to music no that's not what it looks like this is like a crazy person he looks like a homeless man who has is having a delusion mm-hmm. and people are walking by him on the street and he's dancing that's what it looks like i agree i was gonna say a tweaker trying to fight off his demons yeah, so, yeah. 100%. that's exactly what it looks like there's no other way to describe it no that's why we came up with the same thing yes for sure uh so he's okay at this point the movie just by the way, this movie's so fucking boring. I can't describe... I don't know if it sounds exciting as we're describing it, but it's like the biggest slog of a movie I've ever seen. So anyway, after he survives... the sound is so bad. Well, Maybe. Part of That's it. part of the reason. So anyway, he saves the FBI woman's life. He saves Julianne Moore's life. Wow. Um, Good boy. Uh, but then Jessica Biel gets kidnapped by the people with the nukes. The Russians. Uh, yes. And then they spend the rest of the movie trying to get her to safety not trying to stop the bomb that is that becomes that's secondary done. that's done um they try and save jessica biel he gets captured he gets taken to this fbi holding they have to force his eyes open with this weird contraption mm. he convinces her to look for liz they go back to a cell i'm just skipping through this no no, no. It's, it's been too it's, long it's been like 30 it's like 30 minutes of the movie yeah. of, of a 96 movie yeah 96 minute movie so they go to the cell. He breaks free by punching the security guards, um, who are huge men. Um, punches them probably 50 feet collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he hits one of them with a baton in the head. That mm-hmm. looks kind of cool, but it's a little funny, too. <laughs> and he gets out, he escapes, and he goes to this parking garage where he has a vision where she blows up because she has a bomb attached to her chest. Okay, whatever. They waited out of the car- parking garage, and then suddenly they end up at a shipping unit. Why? How? How? Who knows? Don't know. So they spend like 20 minutes searching for her. They find her. They save her. Yes. But 
Doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter because it turns out it's all a goddamn vision. Well, yeah. Okay, so the the thing is the bomb goes off. The nuke that they, yeah, so they have been ignoring yes. this entire time. So they save the girl and they take him back. Uh, they get on this boat and she's like, okay, where, where's the nuke? Help us find the nuke. And he's like, he's like, oh, I did it wrong. And I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And then he hugs her and then everyone explodes. And dies. Yeah. But it turns out. Fake. None of that matters. It goes, the movie fades to white and then it fades back in right after they have sex, baby. And it turns out he was just looking in the future the entire time. And then he goes, I know what I did wrong. And then goes with the FBI. And then, then the movie That's ends. it. That's it. That's the entire movie. And then the movie ends. It doesn't show him doing it right and stopping the bomb. No. Just kind of ends. And the movie's only 96 minutes. Feels like three hours. Yes. It was just about to get good. Yes, for sure. Him doing it correctly would have been at least maybe exciting to see. But nope. We don't get to see that. Mm. We're punished. Yep. We're punished for an hour and a half. And then we're punished a little bit more. What did I say? I don't even remember what I said. I think I might have blacked out. You were... We were watching this in my apartment. And yeah. you started... First of all, you put your head in your hands like this. <laughs> and then you threw your head back. And then you said, I'm done. <laughs> did I say it like calmly? No, you were very mad. <laughs> I think you actually said, I've never been this mad in a movie before. Yeah, <laughs> like, when a movie ends, like, you always have kind of, I don't know, this is just me, but, like, even, like, a shitty movie, you always have, like, a sense of, like, oh, I wish I was still in that, like, just for, like, I don't know, just for, like, mm-hmm. a little bit longer. I did not feel that for this. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank God that shit's over. I was like, I hate the ending, and I hate the whole fucking movie otherwise, but thank God it's over. Yeah. Um, we are... Coming to the end, I did just want to mention that uh, there was a scene that we didn't even talk about where Nick Cage uh, multiplies into about 50 of himself oh uh, to search for... I stopped taking notes like halfway through. Yeah. Um, he multiplies himself by 50 in the future to search out bombs in the warehouse. It's really bizarre. Again, just another example of the movie showing like him having powers that they explicitly say he does not have. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least it's not explicitly said that he has this. Uh, it, it, I can't even talk about this movie anymore because it makes me so frustrated. And I've seen it twice. <laughs> I've seen it twice, and I hate it more each time I see it. If the yeah. tracking goes, uh, and I just I don't want to talk about it anymore. I yeah. I love our boy Nick, our sweet boy Nick. Yeah. But just some highlights for this, okay? Julianne Moore did okay. She's good, but she's good in everything, mm-hmm. so she can't really help that. But, like, that's pretty much it. That's the only good thing about this movie. The green screens. Oh, boy. Are so bad. Special effects are so fucking they're bad. They're terrible. Even for 2007, they're bad. They're so bad. They're, like, they're like 20 years behind on a screen that doesn't allow you to look have your special effects look like that. I, I don't know how much more there is to say about this movie uh oh except that this was based on a philip k dick short story oh yes i have the uh, wikipedia summary pulled up for that um let me stop by saying how long it was yeah i am talking i'm okay, stalling okay okay it's based on a short story called the golden man it's an 11 
1,600 word um, science fiction novella by American writer Philip K. Dick. It was received by the Scott uh, Meredith Literary Agency on June 24th, 1953, um, and first published in the April 1954 issue of If Magazine. The story was illustrated, blah, blah, blah. The story is set in a post-apocalyptic future where the existence of the potentially powerful mutants has become a reality. The mutants are seen as dangerous and have been hunted to death by human beings for years. A golden-skinned mutant named Chris is captured by the government, which attempts to execute him. However, his appearance and his abilities to see into the future allow him to escape. So that's the only part that they kept. <laughs> yep. Just really the part about the seeing in the future. Man, I bet the short story is good because Philip K. I just can't. Each, it, it, they have the same name, Chris, with no H. Ah, that makes sense. I just don't. Who thought this was a good idea? Like, what? who is this movie for? I don't, because I don't think, it's not action-packed enough for teens to like it. The romance isn't compelling at all for fans of, you know, like rom-coms or whatever to like it. Uh, even Nick Cage isn't, he's boring in this movie. Yes, I thought that too. Yeah, and that makes me really sad he's to say. very engaging to watch otherwise. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I can't... Oh, talk about what you saw in the special effects when he was improvising that scene with Jessica Biel at the diner. Oh, okay. So, one of the lines when he's, uh, again, manipulating Jessica Biel to fall in love with him uh, that wasn't used in the movie, correct me if I'm wrong, but he he walks up to her and he goes, uh, so, how many suicides have you caused today, baby? And he says it like that. And the, everyone on set cracks up. It's the funniest thing they've ever heard. Is it? <laughs> Apparently. Could have had me fooled. Well, they didn't even put it in the fucking movie. It's better than the the coffee bean line, at least. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. This coffee. <laughs> what kind of bean? <laughs> it's just so... Not even the... The the even the IMDb trivia pages are like the trivia is not fun. It's talking about like the helicopters they use. There's like a mistake where he says something's like eight inches away, where it's, it's two inches all a away. Mistake. Everything about this movie is a mistake. Like I said, I don't understand who this movie's for or why it was made. Like I don't. Who thought this was? Who read the script? They made a, how did this get made out of this? I don't think they have, which is a shame. Although I don't know how much they would have to say because it's not even funny bad. It's just bad. Like, I think we've kind of mined everything we can out of this bad boy. Well, I don't know what compelled me to do this, but I wrote down a couple titles that they can make for the sequel to this movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, when they called the sequel to this movie Next Next. Interesting. Next Two. And then the third one would be Next or Two. Maybe. To next. Next to next. Oh, I like that. Kicker, Friday after next. <laughs> okay, that's good. Is that one good? Yeah, yeah. I like next to next, next also. Next to next. Yeah, with an, obviously the number two. No, oh, yeah. Next to next. And the one next is kind of like off center. Mm. It's like hanging down. How would you, if they were to make a sequel to this movie, how would you make it better than this dog shit uh i would fire the writer good first step 
I think I would, I would try to keep it so that it was very clear that his power was only seeing two minutes of the future. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's way, it. it's way too convoluted in this movie. And that's it. Yes. That's all you need to change. That's it. That's all you need to change. That really is. Like, if they had just, like, kept it simple, stupid, mm. then it would have been chill. It would have been, like, it wouldn't have been a great movie because I think if they had made a movie on the Golden Man, mm-hmm. that would have made sense. Yeah. Well, we, we said this last night after talking about it. The idea of someone being able to see a little bit into the future is not inherently a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it, there, it could have been good. Yeah, it could have been fine, I guess. Um, but it's, it's just executed in the worst way possible. And I just never want to see it I have again. just so much contempt in my heart for this movie. Oh, and I, that girl that gave me I, that. That's what I thought you were going to say. Uh, Fuck that <clears throat> Okay, should we, should we give our final thoughts in a 0 to 10 rating? Yeah. All right, you want to go first? I always go first. Oh, you want me to go? There you go. Okay. Um... This movie is trash and I hate it. The end. It is. <laughs> Cut to black. Cut to white. Wait, I don't remember what, how it ended. Credit roll. Yeah, credit roll backwards. Backwards. <laughs> Bottom of the top, baby. Upside down, yeah. Um, no, this movie is absolute garbo. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Biel. <laughs> what is that? Garbage. Garbo? Yeah, it's short for garbage. I love that. You've never said that to me before. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolute it's garbo. It's all garbo to me. That's right. Um, Jessica Peel. <laughs> Peel? Jessica Peel. Jessica Peel. Um, Best game tomorrow. Jess B is extremely bad in this movie, as is Sweet Nick. Um, Julianne Moore, God love her. She tries her best. She's, yeah, it's fine. Um, She's fine. Everything else about this movie makes me sad and not want to do this podcast anymore. So for that reason, I'm giving it uh, a half crazy eye. The for Julian, I can't give it a zero because Julian Moore tries. Yeah. But yeah. That's it. It's a. I can't give yeah. it. A, yeah. Yeah. I have to say that I do like Julian Moore, but it doesn't redeem this movie to me in any way. It's not endearing. It's not sweet. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not anything. Is garbage. You're right. It is garbo. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know the way to describe it. It's just, it's just like, like, a sti- like a steaming, hot Chinatown garbage. It is. Just, it's, 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 it's when you <clears throat> left food in your car, and you get in your car, and it smells like the food you left in your car mm-hmm. um, after it's been sitting all day in 100 degree weather. Garbage. Bad, the worst thing you could ever make. I, I, I hated this movie so much. <laughs> I know. And um, I would give it nothing. Zero. I'm not even getting it. I'm not even gonna say the words "crazy eyes" when it comes to my rating for this. Mm-hmm. This movie was nothing to me. Is this the worst movie you've ever seen? Yeah. Oh, no hesitation. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't disagree. It is the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's... There's no part of it that's redeeming to me. Can I tell you something that's really sad? I think we're going to run into worst movies as we go along. No. There's <laughs> yeah. no way. There's no way this was the worst movie in the world. I agree that it's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. I But what from what I hear, 
I think we're gonna hit some some real real rough ones coming no, up. No. Yeah. No. We'll see. But <laughs> there's no way. There's no way it could be worse. <sighs> Man, you might be right. I don't. This goddamn movie. This movie sucks so much. I really. It hurt me. I truly it hate kind it. Kind of insulted me. It's, it was, yeah, it, it insulted like, my intelligence. It's like it spat in my face. <laughs> yeah. And told me to like it. Yeah. And I didn't. Mm-mm. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. It's not consensual. No. That was not incredible, Nick Cage. Mm-mm. Although that line is extremely funny. What? That was that incredible. Was what was? What was this? Oh, <sighs> Over. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we usually, our last segment is usually asking our guests how they can help us meet Nick Cage, but since we don't have a guest, we don't have to do that Because we, segment. Can, we can do this by ourselves now. We're grown-ups. That's right. And we don't have any friends. Well, remember, do you remember what? Yeah. No, I remember. We can do this by ourselves. Yeah. And to all the hater. Suck a big one. Suck a big old one. Hey, why don't you blow me? Why don't you just blow Mm -hmm. me? Hey, if I let you suck on my tongue, (laughs) would you be grateful? And the answer is yes. Yeah. I'd rather suck on Nick Cage's tongue than watch this movie again. Oh, yeah. 100%. Why wouldn't I suck on Nick Cage's tongue? Can I say, I feel like I didn't say this in the Mandy episode. Nick Cage... It's hot. Again. But still? Again, he got hot again. You thought he looked good in Mandy? Yeah, I thought he did. Oh, okay. We love a lumberjack. Oh. We love a lumberjack. We love a cowboy. We love rugged men that have looked like they've been through the wilderness. <laughs> Don't love magicians. Don't love magicians. Fuck a magician. Fuck a magician. Fuck a magician, honestly. Okay. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.